Yes, Sim. You're in my dressing room again. I know, I know. I'm sorry. We can get through this really quickly. You no, have, no, no. You have no, a nice I shirt. love you. You know You that. have a nice shirt. It's my wardrobe shirt. Can you steal a wardrobe? No, I can't. Can you no. buy it? You can buy it. Because if you like something, you can buy it. But yeah, but I also, uh, I wear, I tend to wear, my character wears the same thing over and over again. Also, once you wear something as a character, it loses, it loses something in your head. It's related mm. to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, whatever. I know. I was going to ask you about your favorite um, holiday song. Deck the halls with no. Of... That's only when you know. It's not. Can't be your favorite. Oh Hanukkah, oh Hanukkah, come light the menorah. Let's have a party. That's your we'll favorite. All dance. I, that's my favorite. Growing up, because we we sang Christmas songs and and Hanukkah songs. The Hanukkah songs were I thought were had a better. Really? Yeah. Oh Hanukkah is a great song. I, I would uh, listen, dear I listeners. Go, I mean, if you, I you go, can back go, me up on uh, this. No, no, no. Oh Hanukkah is a no, no, great, no, no, no. Okay. great song. Yes. That's that's a great song. I kind of prefer Dreidel, Dreidel, Dreidel if we're oh, talking Hanukkah. But, Shoot. But, 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 I forgot whoa, whoa. about that one. Oh, but you're missing the best one of all, which What's is the that? scary one. Christmas is here bringing good cheer. It's like I love that one. That might be one. That might be the goat. That might be the one overall. Yeah. Because it's scary, but the and the lyrics don't convey that. Christmas is here, bringing good cheer. It like embodies how I feel Can about we the holidays. Do a Christmas special, a podcast Christmas special next year, and you can sing the song. Dear listeners, are you guys willing to hang in there for a year <laughs> while I learn the lyrics to that song? <laughs> and now here's Elizabeth Reeser. Elizabeth Reeser, thank you for coming over here. Thank you for having me. It's really sweet for you to be here. Here are the things that I know. You went to Gouliard. (laughs) Yes. I did. You're so sweet. (laughs) You're so sweet. I should have I should have delivered that a little bit better. That was hilarious. That's sweet, but I could have done like a straighter face. No, but what was it like at Gouliard? It was, they were so mean when I was, I heard they're really nice now and every, cause you have to be nice. It's, you oh, know, cause it's yeah. different time. They were mean. They were so mean. Not all of them, but yeah. I went to um, University of Washington and I started out in the drama program that was, I wanted that to be my major. It's cool. Well, I had like been acting since I was a kid, whatever, doing theater in Seattle, which is where I grew up. And so I felt the ego of it within myself, like I have more, you know, as a fucking idiotic freshman. Because um, you had been a working actress. Yeah. So I, not that I, I was too quiet to ever say anything. I just felt it internally, you know. That's important. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was, I would constantly get like, I think my freshman year, I, like my first drama 101, I got a 3.1. And then I think drama, whatever, the next semester I got a 2.9. And I couldn't figure out, like, that grade gave me zero indication. And it was devastating. It would have made more sense if I had gotten, like, you know, a 2.0 or whatever. But because I I didn't have any gauge, it made me feel like um, I'm not good at this. 
you know, maybe I've, I had this like realization at the end of freshman year that I wasn't a good actor. And that's terrible. How can you grade acting? I mean, in a school, I don't get it. Or anywhere. Anywhere. I mean, I have Odin Cole Award. Yeah, I mean. Issue thing. Yeah. I mean. Tell me about that. Well, I mean, (sighs) the fucking gender. Well, all of it. But, yeah, the the idea of gender differentiation award ceremonies is kind of, it's like kind of where we should start and then go up to like who wore purple the best Mm -hmm. (laughs) or like some uh, fucking arbitrary like element so um wait so you you're saying so we should that's so interesting like not have best actress just just yeah whoever's the best man or woman i don't even think that there should i mean like you were saying right how do you yeah like this is it's a each film or project or whatever is so specifically different and challenging in their own way and how like why i mean obviously there's like a ton of the reason why we do it, I guess, is because there's a ton of finance behind all this shit. But, like, the whole thing feels so fucking ridiculous when it come when you think about it logically. And I know if I ever, which I, <laughs> I don't can't imagine really ever ever getting nom getting nominated for anything. But if I that's did, insane, you should absolutely be nominated, and you will be. I mean, you're my favorite guest so far. <laughs> Well, I mean, but, but, I just watched Overboard last night oh, with you my did? boyfriend oh. and his son. He's like, tell her she was amazing. Oh, thanks. You really were. Thank I you. I cried in that movie. Oh, thanks. It was so good. You, and you're looking at me like you've never cried. Well, no, but I mean, you. I just didn't expect to be bawling, crying in Overboard. Thank you. Anyway. Thank you for watching it. Yeah. Um, but here's the problem, is that I know that if I ever did get nominated for anything, I would tell myself for like those painful three months, like you're not going to win. It doesn't matter. This all this shit, like you've believed that it's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. You've always believed that, Anna, and it's arbitrary and it's fucking nonsense. And there's more, way more fucking important things in the world. I know that the emotional infiltration will seep in, yeah. and that that moment of like, oh God. Maybe I could, like, win, you know, the the weapon um, <laughs> that it would feel fucking good. Yeah. And that sucks. I hate yeah. being beholden to, uh, like, artistic judgment and, what you know, it, especially when there's so many other factors at play, you know. I'm, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, but to, how did you not want that? You know, I mean, it's so hard to get a good job. And the idea, if you were to win something or be nominated for something, it it makes that a little bit easier, I think. It's like the years of rejection are suddenly like validated. Yeah, somehow. you can just tell everyone to fuck off in your mind and it just <laughs> feels so good for a few months or whatever, however long it lasts. I don't know. I wonder how long it lasts. I bet not very long. I have a Stony Award. That's the only award that I have. And what is that again? It's from High Times Magazine. That's cool already. And I, I know. I know. I do feel like I'm so fucking proud of my Stony. Oh, my, Where my is sweet it? Michael Sherman is He's going to get, get it. it. <laughs> and it's a little hodgepodge. 
High oh, Times didn't, the, you know. Oh, the award itself. They didn't, they didn't like, their financial investment was low. <laughs> but I won it for uh, this movie that I did, this indie, and I was stoned the whole time. Um, While you were making it, you were? I, your character I was. wasn't my character. <laughs> yeah. I, it's funny because the crew, have you noticed how, like, the crew or cast or whatever tends to treat you like the character that you play? Yeah. And in that particular instance, because my character was stoned the whole time and wearing like pajamas, um, I had a lot of the crew be like, let's go, like, we're done, we're wrapped, let's go, come on, let's go, like, we, I don't know. And the same thing with like the house bunny or sometimes when you play like a nemesis. Mm. Have you felt mm. that way before? Like when you're pitted against another woman, which we always are. Yeah. That sometimes that sadly kind of bleeds into the way you're perceived. What's been your favorite character to play? Oh, God. I think <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm so like that person that can't remember anything beyond what I've just. So I'm, I'm going to say the Shirley from The Haunting because I just loved her. And she was so unapologetically um, pissed and devastated and heartbroken all the time. Forgive me. I haven't seen it i'm so freaking great you're like i just watched no. overboard no no oh i God. wanted to watch like it's not i didn't watch that because i was coming here it like we were looking for a movie and my boyfriend's son pressed play on the trailer and he's like oh we're watching this so we'll we'll get off the overboard train <laughs> a second no here. let's keep but, <laughs> but do you find it liberating to play a character that's this is such a leading question but that's not <laughs> you Yes. Do I find it liberating to play someone that's not me? Yes. Uh, of course. Yes. Totally. I mean, because I'm. I don't even know who I am. So I don't. I. I, I feel like when I'm playing someone, I actually am that person. Um, not in a in a methody Daniel Day Lewis sort of way, but just internally, I, I think something in me shifts. So. Does that make? I'm not. Yes. Oh my gosh. Question. No, completely. It makes complete sense to me, because I feel like I'm looking into your eyes right now, and we understand a similarity here, and which is actually why I started this podcast. Part of the reason, I, well, I wanted to talk to strangers, our sweet, amazing listeners, but also I wanted um, an avenue to sort of explore who I am as well, because. Um, I find so because some actors are amazing at truly being themselves, the incredible leading people. But I sort of view myself as a chameleon. I, 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 at least I would hope to think so. And I enjoy escaping in a character. And I, I feel like as you're looking at me intensely, <laughs> which maybe you I'm learned at Googlyard. Googlyard. Yeah, I you, know. I'm too intense. With your Googlies. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because then there are some actors that are so, on, like, they are so themselves. And, and they can also act. I mean, I I don't know if you've ever met Julia Roberts. And, and I'm not claiming to be her friend. But I've met her and she's so Julia Roberts. I mean, she's the most gorgeous, most charming person you've ever met. And you're like, oh, that's a that's a movie star. I, f I feel like I need more teeth. <laughs> yeah, you got to get more teeth going. More You're teeth head down that avenue. I, <laughs> I need a smile expansion. Yeah, and more teeth. Yeah. Michael Sherman, get on that, okay? <laughs> more teeth, smile expansion. <laughs> Maybe throw in a couple of dimples in there. <laughs> um, so when you t talk about Juilliard, so did that? Do you feel like that that prepared you for? 
the hardship of Hollywood a bit? Yes and no. I mean, it prepared me for being treated like shit. Yeah. You know? Yes. Because I, <laughs> I, I, and I don't mean to sound, I hope these questions don't make you feel, I, I just truly feel like an essence of relatability with you yeah you know what i'm talking i mean yeah can i jump in for one second i just don't oh, i'm sorry God. i'm sorry I'm, I'm i'm sim um hi sim here's sim <laughs> this might be a little ignorant but when you say you've been treated like shit at juilliard i don't i'm just i don't know what that yeah. means okay let me explain it so like you're trying to do a breathe we would have all these like voice and speech and diction and all this stuff and and you'd be trying to be go like hi 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 <laughs> And then you'd have like Elizabeth Smith, who was one of the great voice teachers in the world and just a brilliant woman, just up in my face, like, you're not breathing. And then I'd be crying, you know, or like them telling you you're just bad in a million different creative ways. Did you go to that bitter place, which I've been to and still probably am at, <laughs> where it's like, oh, no, but you guys actually are sort of failed your dreams have been dashed and now you must punish others. Yeah, I tried to. It didn't get me very, I couldn't, I was, I didn't feel worthy to be there. I didn't feel like I deserved to be there. I couldn't believe they let me in. So I was just the whole time, but that but, was my but I problem. But mean with your teachers. Like, yeah. Did, I, did I, you I was, ever come to that real, like, was there anything comforting in sort of coming to the conclusion that maybe these people that we've like put up on a pedestal are, um, did I say pedestal? <laughs> a liquid gooliard. I went to gooliard too <laughs> with my <Nice>. goolies. <laughs> but that that idea that they um, sort of the emotional reconciliation of like the idea that oh okay well, maybe they've got their own shit. No, I wasn't old enough or smart enough or cool enough to realize that yet. You know, it was only later in life when I realized. Also, so much of it was my shit. Like, it wasn't them. It was me. I was a pussy. I was, like, wanting them to validate me, and I was wanting them to tell me I was good enough, and no one can ever really give you that. I mean, it would have been nice, but you, you, have, to, you have to find that yourself. What was the name of the, your vocal? The, Elizabeth Smith. I, I want to be Elizabeth Smith. Demanding you to say pussy eight times in a row. Pussy, 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 pussy. She'd be like, that's pussy. not correct. Pussy, pussy. Pussy. Pussy, 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 pussy. Pussy with joy. Pussy with joy. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but it sounds great. Well, I mean, I think most men do, right, Sim? Oh, <laughs> come on, Sim. This is where you're like my wingman here. Yes, yes, pussy with joy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Pussy with joy, man. <laughs> um, we have some fucking ridiculous games. I love this. Are you sure? I love it. Yeah, I've listened to this. I love it. I'm so oh, excited. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you're thanks. so funny. That's so sweet. I love it. Um, I don't... Well, thank You've you. You've saved my life so many times, just like driving or being on a plane. I just love... I work out and I listen to it. Like, it's just so fun. Oh, oh thanks. You know what? I, I always think that our guests never listen to the show. They, they, I was, I don't because they don't, they usually they don't. don't. <laughs> They're always like, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> oh, no. No, no. It's so good. So funny. I'm like trying to do my leg lifts. <sighs> Elizabeth Reeser, dear listeners, is here on my couch. And I'm, I'm really, really thrilled. And thank you so much. Oh, Honored. God, thank is, you. Thrilled is always a weird word to use because it's not like I'm vibrating with... No, you're not. She's not, guys. No, but I am honored. <laughs> thank and thank you. you. I'm honored. I feel like we are... Did they teach you at 
really hard to have intense eye contact oh, because fuck. you're really good at it. Oh, God. That's terrible. I don't want anyone looking at me like that, however it is that I'm doing. <laughs> it's too intense. Mm, I just think that there's, like, there's a love connection <laughs> I think connection you have here. these big eyes, though. It's hard not to look They're at you. They're my googlies, right? Your googles. Yeah. Your googlies. <laughs> um, okay, so. I'm going to look at my wine. <laughs> yes, and have some of it, please. Oh, I am. <laughs> okay, so. Let's start with would you date this profession and then we'll go into some deal breakers. Great, great. <laughs> ready for this. I love it. Okay. So would you date, I know that you don't have to talk about yeah. relationships, Okay, but imagine you're single. Yeah. Unless you want to, which I love, but I mean, I'll, yeah, I always, yeah. I mean, I don't have anything great to report. I mean, I'm in a, ha I'm in a good relationship, so it's like, <laughs> I guess we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I just ruined the whole thing. It's over. It's so boring. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, would you date this profession? Mm -hmm. Oyster farmer. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> That's hot. I think so too. I feel like the outfit's hot, whatever I think it is. I don't know if the outfit's hot. You know, they have to wear like some boots. waiters. Yeah. You're into waiters, huh? I guess. Yeah. Uh, Is it a, a suspender or something? I love. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm picturing something else. No, no, no. No, you're not. So you, you've got like a, a man in, in sort of plaid. Yeah. With beard. With. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm so with you. When Cassie wrote um, Oyster Farmer, she mm -hmm. was like. Uh, I don't think she's not into it. And I was like, oh my, I'm, I'm into yeah, that. Yeah, I'm into it. I don't even eat oysters, but I'm into it. Why not? I had them once a long time ago and I had a rough. Rough go. Yeah. All right. I got to take you to Washington State. Oh, because that's where you get the good, good ones. It's, yeah. It's like the water is really cold. The oysters are perfectly small. But I didn't realize mm. till I was older that you're actually eating them while they're alive. I didn't know that till just now. <laughs> Come have oysters. You I will, as long as we have some wine that or something. Alive. Oh, fuck yeah. Beer, whatever. I don't know what you're supposed to do with it. Wine? Oh, oh yeah. You do, yeah. yeah. Any, any of it. You slurp them down in one gulp, and it is, it's jarring at first because you don't yeah. chew, but... But it, it's like briny and sexy and... You feel like... <laughs> I don't know. I'm totally romanticizing it. It's a little bit of like an, an orgasm for the stomach. <laughs> wow. Sounds great. Like there's something that's like, ah, I'm alive. Because you just ate something alive, I right. suppose. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to get you an oyster farm in Washington State. Well, okay. Uh, crime scene cleanup person. No. I don't think you can ever really get that off you. You mean like the cleanliness the, problem? Oh, oh, you mean like the scent and the essence? Yeah, and just even the particles. I was gonna go with like emotionally. I don't care about that. That could be hot, you know. <laughs> that could open up all kinds of things. <laughs> my vagina. No, but you know so what you I mean. want an open man. 
He opens your vagina with his stories of horror. Yeah, I want him to be like, I licked into the face of death and now I'm going to fuck you. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I like that too. Yeah. I was thinking of somebody who was like, oh man, I just saw this horrible thing. No, I don't want a sob story. No. It's like... I clean this shit up, and now I'm going to fuck you with my death essence. Yeah, with my death dick. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Baby. Glad that I don't. Liz. I <laughs> <laughs> had a tough one today. <laughs> really got to oh. bury this death dick in your <laughs> tight pussy. Welcome to heaven. <laughs> a children's party clown oh hell no do you have clown issues yeah i think they're disturbing i mean i've met a lot of people in my life that have found clowns disturbing but i i feel like this deep sense of empathy oh yeah it's heartbreaking also but he fucks you with his clown dick yeah, that's not erotic. He doesn't even use his real dick. He uses a <laughs> massive clown dick. All right. I mean, that's... He comes home in his <laughs> tiny car with all of his friends. I'm devastated already. No. Oh How much would I have Where to Where is this going? Myself? This is not, it's not going to a good place. <laughs> you don't know what kind of person Elizabeth Reese is. Maybe she wants a little fun. She I wants do. to laugh and be fucked by a ton of clowns at the same <laughs> time. <laughs> I mean, if they were funny and also hot, I mean, maybe. I just don't find clowns funny. I find them sad. I guess that's, yeah. I mean, I, I do like to think maybe comedy's evolved because the, the, the desire that this is the problem that I have being in the comedic world too. It's like the desire to make people laugh is fundamentally heartbreaking and, um, <laughs> and, and, and complicated and I'm so vulnerable, right? So vulnerable. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, you have to be vulnerable, I think to do it. Right. Yeah, but it's a combination of, I think, of being, I don't know, yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's just, inc- it's incredibly vulnerable. Like, and I don't know, it's... Um, it's so generous, too. That's an interesting way to put it. Oh, I don't know. Unless mm. you're just grabbing for laughs. But I, I mean, that's part of it, too. Don't I mean, it feels so good to make someone laugh, I would imagine. <laughs> like, I've never done it. What's that like, Anne? It's Anna, not it Anna. It is Anna. Yeah, but don't worry. No, like, I'm going like to say Anna. I don't know why I want to say Anna. Because it's spelled Anna. Okay. And yeah, please. No, like, I'm going to say I, Anna. I totally blame my parents. Yeah. It's their fucking fault. Yeah. And I always feel terrible when a podcast guest has realized that they've been pronouncing it incorrectly. My whole life I've been saying Anna Ferris. Your whole life. <laughs> you're, like, you're not that old. You're younger than I am. <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. But I, don't you also... Wait, okay, I know that Sim wants to move along here. Okay, uh, I, 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 would, I wouldn't mind talking to you about, like, age and female issues with fucking age. is so stupid. Yeah. I just turned 42... Oh. I had to think about that for a second because I feel like I've been 48. Happy birthday on it, by the way. We, I haven't happy said happy birthday to you. Oh, thanks. Been, yeah. yeah, a couple when days was ago. Your happy birthday? Yeah, hence the bouquets oh, from is that what that is? Oh, that's strangers. Nice. <laughs> cool. 
There's a yeah. bird up there. Too. Oh yeah, that's my bird. Is it? It's not alive though, right? <laughs> we'll never know, Elizabeth. <laughs> okay. You didn't know where you <laughs> like. I'm gonna go do this podcast. So. Uh, now I hope someone yep. knows where I am. Yeah. Guess, I guess what? <laughs> this team around me. Yeah. They're murderers. <laughs> Clowns. <laughs> Clown Martin. <laughs> okay. Uh, deal breakers. Yeah. Give it to me. He has a dummy in his car so he can use the carpool lane. Um, uh, it, if that's the only bad thing, then uh, yeah. But he wants you to sit in the back seat. No. <laughs> no. Deal breaker. Yeah, no. I guess I sort of <laughs> forced that hand. Yeah, no, I? that's a no. Anyone who's that obsessed with being in the carpool lane, it's just calm down. I don't know. It depends on how charming the person is, I suppose. Well, that's what I mean. If they're if they've got everything else going for them, then and that's their one weird thing. But it does also feel like somebody who is out to cheat the system in a way because I'm such a fucking rule follower in a way that me annoys too. me. Yeah. Um, that I just feel like that would be it would be a chip for me. I, I just don't think I could. I I don't know. Like when I first went to Europe and people didn't seem to follow like a solid line oh, like waiting for a, mu- a museum oh or whatever God. it's like wait a minute <sighs> there's rules right we're all supposed to be fine. no it's every man from himself and, and, I, and I love Italy it's my favorite place on earth but when you get in line and they just don't, they just completely disregard it. Go in front of you. Yeah yeah it just I, I appreciate that personality element because I do like think like oh like I guess they have gumption and they're and they are putting themselves first <laughs> I know we, we you could use a little more of that yeah probably, probably. Yeah. you're so right okay his favorite band is Creed nope <laughs> that was really quick <laughs> we, we absolutely not <laughs> I don't even like have a hatred. I, I just, it's, it just tells me too much, you know. Who, what would be the ideal favorite band man? Well, my boyfriend is a music supervisor. So he is like so high end with music. Um, so I don't even know what these things are called that he's listening to, but that whatever that is. It's like African jazz or like South African. Like he's, he finds this music. When, when you first said, I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> I was thinking like, I don't know, alien noises, like <laughs> basically, but, but it's all like relatable. You listen to it. You're like, why are it's not like obscure sounding. It's just, you, no one's ever found, you know, he just is, he's like that next level person, but he's not pretentious. Thank God. Um, are you good with listening to music during sex? Um, no. Because I've, I've been listening, I, I revisited, um. Oh, this is um, good. Whatever this is, I revisited LL Cool J's "Doing It," oh and which God. I've been blasting. That's on the a way great to work. song. I know it's a great song, and it is. It's like I think sort of maybe made like the intention was sort of like while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. I I like to um, let people know that I'm coming C O M I N G with my loud bass, but um, <laughs> because. I like to tear down the freeway, but, um, yeah, but I do think like there's, it feels like there's certain songs that are like, oh, like marketed as love making songs. And I just can't get into the spirit of it. 
No, it feels prescriptive. Like, I just right. don't want to be de told how to work the rhythm. Yeah, I it's just, like I have to shut off yeah. eight facilities in my brain. Yeah. Focus on the vaginal <laughs> sensation. I cannot have like infiltration anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe a couple other places, but not the ears. <laughs> not the ears, no. No, I agree. It's too, I think you're sen you must be very sensitive to music. I'm very sensitive to music. Yeah. So it's like too overwhelming, I think, during sex. Sim Elizabeth Research thinks I'm very sensitive in general, but also to music, <laughs> which is true and true. I do think, yeah, there, there might be a, I don't know, the gender difference between the relationships. Well, do you also think that? it's because you're an actress, like... I don't know if you say actor or actress or if you have a I have preference. mixed I, I don't but and I well I I have passionate feelings about both terms. What what do you prefer right now? I I would I, like to know all of your feelings about I, it by actress. the way. Actress. Actress. Yeah, me too. But do you think it has something to do with you being an actress that like you just don't want to like you want to just be as much yourself whatever that means in the, mo the yes. moment? Yes. As opposed to, not that I'm, a, I'm, I love this idea of a theme night. I think it's so sweet and funny. It's probably really sexy, but I'm just wondering, like for me, I just don't want to like be putting anything on me. Yeah. Oh, completely. That's a great way to put it because when there is a song, it is almost like there's suddenly a performance. Yeah. I think sex is so performative for women or we're sort of like, the way it's been portrayed in movies and porn and blah, 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 forever. It's so like, it's so perform performative to begin with in this American version of it, I think. <clears throat> but Elizabeth, here's the problem. I just realized. I totally betrayed myself a little bit, contradicted myself, because I really do like to play characters sometimes. In the sack. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't want somebody else directing me. Yeah, but that's different. I think that's different. I know what you mean. But that can also bring you closer to yourself. Yeah, I know. I I like escaping in, like, naughty fantasies. Sometimes my partner doesn't even know it. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're just like, oh, I'm on a cruise ship. Oh, and Why am no, I putting you? Because no, I just watched Overboard. <laughs> I'm I, so no, sick. No, I no, can't no. stop thinking about Overboard. I always went to um, sort of, like, pre-French Revolution... Oh. Prostitute. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you're not being getting paid a lot, but yeah. <laughs> probably going to, I've got like it's six like years left because I have syphilis and I don't know it yet. Right. Doesn't matter, right? Back then. Oh my God. Why, Elizabeth Reeser, why are you bringing out all this fucking twisted <laughs> shit in me? That's what everyone always says. They're like, you seem so nice. It's that fucking eye contact. <laughs> See, I want to now. I want to interview you. <laughs> I want to know things. Okay. Do you want us to help you start a podcast? Yes. We can come class take your class. <laughs> yes. I will. I can audit that class. <laughs> um, okay. On the first date, he tells you that he's not much of a morning person, mm -hmm. but he appreciates like a good sunrise, like in the desert or something like that. And he loves like sunsets in Maui or whatever. He's telling me this on the first date. <laughs> Already we have a problem. Go on. <laughs> but his uh, favorite time of day mm -hmm. is twilight. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. And does he mean that? 
like yeah my favorite time of the day is twilight <laughs> <laughs> it's the magic hour everyone knows that you know yeah i think that's cool like, i feel like it's like something you don't need to say and, though you know <laughs> well i just want you to know who i am you know yeah i i like that about you yeah well and i want to know who you are what's your favorite <laughs> time of day uh i let me guess go ahead brunch <laughs> Mm, I do like a Sunday brunch because I mean, I knew I'm, it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, this it. is a guy that knows everything, right? <laughs> let me guess. Let me guess. You like like eggs Florentine? No. You like uh, <laughs> eggs Benedict? Nope. You like an egg white omelet? Mm, sometimes. With spinach? Sure. And uh, like a little smoked turkey? Nope. little prosciutto? No. Okay. Um, you like? I don't eat meat. Oatmeal. <laughs> I you like don't a good, like it, but I eat hand harvested oatmeal. <laughs> I do like a hand harvested. Oatmeal. I like a big fat French you, toast. Is what I like. Uh, all right, listen. You like French toast? Am I right? Yeah, <laughs> I just told you that. You guessed it. <laughs> I'm good at that. But um, okay, yeah. so you like French toast? You like a little like whipped cream? No a little whipped bacon cream, on the lot, side. No, no bacon, just you butter. Like a little like maybe a little ham, just butter. Remember when I told you I don't eat meat? You like uh, probably like probably turkey sausage because you're an actress. Mm, or maybe like, no. uh, I don't know, maybe you like steak and eggs, a little steak on the side. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that was. I like that guy. I mean, it was a combination of Chad, like Chad's brother or cousin. He's actually a nicer guy than Chad. I like this guy a lot more than Chad. You think he's nicer? He's, Sim, a, he's is, a sweeter guy. No, Chad is, is a complete dick. Oh my God. Sim, that is so indicative of exactly who you are that you thought that, that dude was sweeter than Chad. No, he was sweet. You know what? He just wasn't listening to her. He wasn't listening, well, but he was offering what? her things. He just wasn't listening. Isn't that the most important component it is, in a it is, person? But, but Chad is just a straight up dick. And he just was trying to use women and trying to get something yeah, out of them. Yeah, but at least Chad tells you who he is. He's like, he just That's wants true. to talk Chad, about himself. Chad is authentic. You're right about that. Chad is just That's like, a good point. he's not authentic. He yeah. just, he's just, he's like, he, Chad is a little bit take it or leave it. Okay. This guy is a dick in his own special way. <laughs> Yeah, this guy Brian. doesn't know he's a dick. Is Brian? Yeah. And it is Chad's older brother. Yeah. He's jealous that Chad has, has made so has much money, money with from Titlook. Titlook, right. Uh, Elizabeth, I don't know how much you've heard of our podcast, but... Uh, uh, I haven't heard Titlook. Oh, yeah, Chad Chad uh, started an app. Oh, wait, I did hear this one. Yeah. He started an app. Yeah, he, he's... Ah, uh, oh, that's amazing. an app called Titlook. And it just shows you tits? Yeah, it's like... You know, just comes like, like straight to the point, you know. He <laughs> doesn't like to waste any time. Fuck no. It's all about Get efficiency. Yeah. <laughs> you just upload your tits and. Like, how many times have you been on a date, you know, and you're like, oh, that looks different than what I saw, you know? Yeah, bro, that sucks. I hate when that happens. <laughs> oh my God, we have a new <laughs> member of Chad's crew right here. Yeah, <laughs> it's bro. amazing. Fuck, I hate when those tits are dropping and get the, get the bra off and it's like, what happened? This Taylor. <laughs> this ta Taylor. What's up, bro? Did you just hire Taylor? I'm CEO uh, of Tits Look. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Associate. Yeah. Associate CEO. Yeah, Taylor and I, are really, we're going to go like fucking check. You know what the cool thing is? Is like tits around the world, they all look different. 
South American tits, which are different than fucking, uh, you know, I'm fucking Moscow tits. <laughs> Elizabeth is like, I'm backing out. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to back out of this because I, I just saw, I saw where I, I was going to go. It's about tit appreciation, man. Yeah, man. You know it's that. It's love of tits, like, bro. It's like titration. Titration. We should have titration day. That's our other app, bro. Titation. Keep wanting to call Just Taylor. Up. Tyler, which Tyler. Is, Tyler's right here. <laughs> and That's Tyler, I think, likes tits, but I haven't asked him because it's probably. Inapropes. Yep. Inapropes. <laughs> Let's have an apropes day. <laughs> also, also because in like, conjunction we're in the work with right titation <laughs> day. <laughs> Reeser, and we just love her so much, and you truly are so kind to give up your Saturday. Oh, all, everyone, all oh here, my gosh, all around. Hi. hi. So, Olivia, tell us what's going on with your stepmother. Okay, so just to give you guys a little bit of a backstory, my parents got divorced when I was really young, about three years old, and then my dad and my stepmom got married when I was six. And so I have two real siblings, real blood related, um, one older brother and one older sister. And then when they got married, I got two new step siblings, one that's older and one that's younger than me. And so just over the course of time, our relationship has really always been rocky. Um, When I was younger, you know, she's a new mother in my life. I really wanted to please her and just try and do everything right. But really nothing really worked with her. Um, there was a lot of like innuendos that I didn't have enough common sense for her. Just I was never good enough, if that kind of makes sense. And just as I got older, I really started to notice how she would treat her own children better than how she treated my older brother and my older sister. Um, just like, for example, she would go to all of my older stepsisters, like dance, dance competitions, rehearsals, practices. She was really involved with that. And just never really went to my sporting events. And if she was there, you could definitely tell she didn't want to be. And so I kind of made excuses for myself to make myself feel better. 
but it wasn't really confirmed that this was true until we were in the car when I was about 10 or 11 years old. And she blatantly told me that she treated her own kids better than she treated us because they're her kids and they're her blood relation and whatever. And so I've just always remembered that. And I really think it drove a wedge between us since. But things never really escalated until this summer. She was just really always talking down to me when I was living with her. And I really just started defending my ground because I know that's not how I should be treated by a mother figure in my life. And so I feel like that kind of left things on a bad note, but I figured since I was going back to school, we would get our space from each other and things were going to be fine. And so I finally went home about two weeks ago for my grandpa's wedding, and I haven't seen her or my dad in about three months since I left for school. And when I got there, my dad gave me a big hug, said, oh, I miss you so much. And my stepmom gave me the cold shoulder, didn't even say hi to me. And over the week of Thanksgiving break, she texted me that I was not allowed to stay at her house, not my dad's house, it's her house, for reasons like X, Y, and Z. And so it's gotten to the point where it's kind of affecting my relationship with my dad as well. So my question to you guys is, should I keep trying to build a relationship with her for the sake of my dad? Or should I just stop trying? Oh, Olivia, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and can I, and I don't mean to, to bring this around to me for a second, but um, I'm, I'm in this amazing relationship with a wonderful man who has two kids and they're teenagers. And I have, I have a six-year-old and I, I subconsciously, I, I, I don't realize, like, I, I sort of thought like, or, you know, during different moments, they like kind of resent me, but I know that they like me and I don't really know how to deal with children in general. I'm very unqualified to deal with anything involving life. <laughs> but, but I, anyway, the, the, here's, here's where I'm, this is my roundabout way of getting to, to, um, to an idea. But I, I know that with, you know, a six-year-old and whose mind that I birthed, um, I, I'm, very like attentive and indulgent and I tend to be um loving but like not strict or anything but like more jovial with the teenagers and and I'm not always I don't always recognize um that difference and and not there's like I'm not – this is like a bit of self-examination on, on the stuff that I need to do um, to make them feel safe so they don't feel exactly how you're feeling. And I'm, I'm really sorry. And, um, and I think that um, – I don't know how close you are with your father, but I, I wonder if you can talk to him about like – how do I, because you clear, I think it's so wonderful that you called us and you're thinking about this and that's like more than any parent could hope for in like the desire for somebody, you know, as wonderful as you and your age to want to be close to their family. That's huge. And I, I, I wonder if you can talk to your father about some things and I also have not let anyone else speak and I'm really sorry about that too because I'm just an apologetic person right now oh yeah I just don't know how to bring it up to my dad because a lot of the times when my dad is home my stepmom is home too 
So what do you, what do you suggest? How can I get him alone to be able to talk to him about it? And just like, what should I say? Can I just say, this is Elizabeth. First of all, you are not, you are so right. And this is really appalling and heartbreaking to even hear this because it's so wrong. I mean, it's just wrong to, for her to treat you like that. And, and for you as a 10 year old little girl to, for her to have said that to you, and then you carry that around for the rest of your life is just so devastating. So first of all, you're, you're not wrong to feel the way you do. And I, I agree with Anna. I feel like you should talk to your dad. And I don't know if that's, if you can't get him alone, then it's like getting him on the phone or something. But I just feel like it sounds like your dad and you have a relationship, a really loving relationship. And he obviously adores you. And, you know, maybe he can at least become more aware of what's going on. I mean, you you have like, like you can contact your dad, right? Privately, potentially. I mean, through email or phone. Yeah. So I I would suggest being kind of firm, not firm, but I would be straightforward with him and say that it's really important to me that you and I go to lunch or like have alone, some alone time. This is this is really important to me. I really, really need this. And I love you so much. Will this come as a surprise to your dad, Olivia? That's what I was thinking, too. But a lot of the times that my stepmom has like said this to me, he's like been around or been in the room and just like never really says anything. So he would be aware of what's going on. I don't know if it would really be a surprise to him. It's funny when you first said like reasons X, Y, and Z about the house thing. Like I, I wanted to ask you those things, but the the truth is it doesn't matter what they are. Oh, no. But no, no, but no, no, okay. yeah, no, no, no. Tell you. Well, but, but, but it, well, it, but it doesn't even, I mean, I mean, it doesn't even matter unless you have like, homicidal tendencies <laughs> yeah <laughs> like okay reason one you might murder my other children <laughs> then it'd be like okay well Olivia, she may raise a fair point <laughs> but th- it doesn't matter what they are uh, truly I, I mean you can tell us but it you should you should feel embraced in exactly the way you you need to be embraced. And the sad truth is, first of all, I really want you to talk to your father and tell him exactly what you told us and, and say like, I, you know, just like what you said, like, I want to be a part of this family and I'm actively trying. And what are the areas that we can fix without being overly critical at all, which you're not towards your stepmother, um, because that will put him on the defensive. I was going to say that. Yeah. That'll put your father on the defensive and, Um, so start there, um, with your dad. And if your dad doesn't realize that what, what you're trying to do, then number one, call us back. Number two, she just may be a person with some instability. You know, this is where like, well, I'm always walking in like sticky territory because I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. But yeah, but I don't. I just don't want you to absorb that. Her lack of love and affection has nothing to do with who you are. Oh God, I really like uh, this. You know, Olivia. You, she sounds like the sweetest I know. person in the world. I, I just think it's so remarkable. Oh my God, thank you. 
And I just think it's remarkable that's that you're. Awesome coming <laughs> from you guys. <laughs> that's true, but I, I I do think it's really amazing that you you want to be a part of a family. You know, like I don't yeah. know. I was always like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I still am. That's why everyone's mad at me. Before we let's just give her some final advice on how to talk to her dad, and and then we can let her go. I would reach out to your dad, um, and and I don't know because I don't I don't know you guys, but uh, I don't know if a written request or a phone call request is better, and that's sort of your judgment call. I would just I would say like, can we please find. Um, some time to talk alone. Well, and maybe it's about hanging out alone with him too. Yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. in the and, future, like more alone yeah. time with your dad. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would really help our relationship more too. Is your dad still working? I know this is final advice. Sorry, Sam. Oh, is your dad still working? Oh, is he really yeah. busy? Yeah. He owns his own business. So he works oh, a he's, lot. Okay. Oh, so he's like, that's interesting because he's like overwhelmed and then he comes home to an overwhelmed idea as well with his wife but point being olivia that the clue with that was just that he is kind of mentally checked out because he's so busy with all this other stuff um so he wants to devote time i'm sure to every all of his loved ones but he can't he just is like i gotta zone out in front of the television right now so then maybe email something that's like passionate and strong but without too much you, you know i don't know i don't know i don't know what the fuck okay, i'm so doing no, we, we know the first step is olivia's <laughs> going to make contact and she's going to talk to her dad about this but here's the thing i know we always say this anna we always say uh, keep in touch and we yeah. don't we don't do a great job of that we should be a little more proactive i really want to see i really want yeah. to see what happens with and, this and and because this is I, I, mean, I, I, I feel really invested now i do too and olivia here's uh the the one last bit i, I would and you you have not done this at all which is so remarkable of you um but um resist temptation for uh criticism of your stepmother you know what i mean when, when you do talk yeah. to your dad because he'll instantly he'll go to that headspace where it's like no but you know whatever like i made this decision and i'm now i am following through with it so or, are you saying just don't editorialize it just lay down facts like this is I'm, something she I'm said saying, or this is how no, it feels I, so I, how do you communicate it? I, I don't think that he that Olivia should say, I think she should say, I really, really want to be a part of this family. I love you all so much. And I, I want to work towards like making that happen. Can you help me? What do I do? Because any attack in any way will put Olivia in the position of being at first, like the stronger person, but ultimately it's not the long game. Mm. You know, it's like, okay, so what do I do? And if Olivia is, sorry, Olivia, I know you're still here, but if that, if, cause you can't argue with that, that's mm-hmm. like, you are presenting me with love. You're my child. So how can you be defensive about that? Exactly. Too? Exactly. So I wouldn't mention like not being, being able to stay at the house um, or the, like, I, I wouldn't be specific I would just say, I'm, I'm really, I miss you. I really want a close relationship with all of us. Like, help me figure that out. And because that is just undeniable. Like, that's like, you know, um, 
that's I'm making myself cry with my own words. Yeah, yeah. Didn't even know I was a dramatic actress. <laughs> but um, that's good but, advice. But um, and and if that gets sort of let it let just let him sit with that, you know. And ask him about things at work and ask him questions like, how, how is he a good leader at work? And as you pursue your career, like what, like what advice could you, like placate his ego, which would also, it'll be, <laughs> but it'll be very informative the as self-esteem well. self-esteem a little bit. Exactly. But, <laughs> and, and it'll be informative. I'm sure if he runs a small business, yeah. I mean, that's a big fucking deal. But, um, and, and then, um. And then, and you know, and also just, you know, reassure him because that will bring you guys all closer. And, and you know what the ultimate fuck you is? Sorry. Now I'm bringing it back to pettiness. I'm catty and I'm petty at the end of the day, but I don't want you to be Olivia. No, but the, but, but truly, but like the ultimate goal is that, is you being a much bigger person than anyone in this scenario. And hopefully the end, the long game is that everyone is happy. And that's all I want, you know? Right. Yes, I know. I mean, it's, I think it's, it's amazing that, you, truly, it's amazing that you weren't more critical. And I love that you, in your honesty that you said um, that you wanted to please her. And it could, that really, like, tugged at something in me because I was like, oh, shit. Like, these kids in my life probably have been trying to please me and I haven't been paying attention and we'll watch movies together and I'll rib them or whatever. But I need to like, I, 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 and I, cause sometimes I'm like, are they mad at me? And why did they just stomp off? I don't know. I thought we were just eating popcorn. Um, but it's all a new environment and I have to remember all of that. So anyway, Olivia, Thank you. Truly, thank you. Thank you, because you... you... Oh, thanks, guys. This is really good advice, and I'll definitely take you up on it. Talk to my dad, and if anything goes wrong, you'll be the first ones I call. (laughs) Thanks, and thank you for making me realize something, too, in my life. And I love you. Thank you. Anna, I love you so much. Okay, bye. Please be in touch. Bye. 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 Anna, first of all, thank you. This has been this is the first time you've shared something this personal um on you know from your recent life in this podcast. And and I'm honestly that wasn't the intent when I picked this call, that wasn't oh, the intent. And sure. but like I just wanted to thank you for sharing so oh. much of yourself and because I know that what you just said really, really helped her a lot. I feel like a fucking dummy because I I uh it hit home with me when she talked about like wanting to please her stepmother and not because I feel like I I do give a lot of love but when you're a kid I don't remember what it's like to be 15 and all the other shit that's going on and anyway no so thanks thanks Sim that's nice to say thank you Elizabeth, oh, for I mean, that's being a part of our most emotional podcast. <laughs> yeah, this was, uh, this was an emotional call. Um, we're going to talk to Alondra now, and she is in Vancouver. She knows all, I, I talked to her yesterday, she knows all about the Sutton Place Hotel. She loves it there. Yeah. And uh, she is 24. 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. All right, calling Alondra. Let's see if we can, she picks up. Hello. Hi, Alondra. Alondra, sorry. This is like a, a Mickey Mouse version of audio here. Here, let me help here, you. Here, Anna actually is our audio engineer for this call. Hi, Alondra. Hi. Hi, Anna. Sorry, we're, we yeah. completely messed up the audio, so we're going to no, try and... Well, here, we're, here no, hold we're on, fine. hold on, fine. No, we're fine. We're fine? Okay. Hi, Alondra. Alondra, sorry, I'm we're, sorry. We're having like a brother-sister bicker <laughs> session here. <laughs> it's all good. Um, we're here with Elizabeth Reeser, who has to be a Hi. sad witness to the Well, maybe <laughs> happy <it's>, witness. <laughs> so you're well, in Vancouver? I am, yeah. That's what Sun Place Hotel. Yeah, that's right. The popular uh-huh. reference on this show. Yep. Spent some uh, good years there. <laughs> so, Alondra, tell us what's going on with uh, this tattoo drama here, with family tattoo drama. What's happening? Absolutely. Um, so, basically, for the past couple of months, um, my dad has been throwing out the idea of us getting family tattoos, um, and he's kind of mentioned it every time I've gone over to his house. I thought he was joking this entire time, slash, I didn't think that he would actually want to follow through with it, because he tends to get ideas in his mind and kind of obsesses with them that doesn't follow through. Um, but basically what he wants us to all get is, um, the letter D for our last name, followed by the number that we are in the family. Um, but it's, <laughs> and three or anything, it would start at my, as so my dad would be D1, my stepmom would be D2 and I would be D3 because I'm the oldest child, um, and then it's, so it's me and my three other sisters uh, who would get it. Um, I hate the idea. I think it's really stupid. Um, I feel like it's like we're cows being branded. Um, and it just feels really, I don't know, it's like dehumanizing or something. So the other day, my sister asked me, um, she was like, Dad wants to know when you're available to get the tattoos. And I was like, oh, God, this is actually happening? Like, I didn't think that uh, he would actually follow through with this. So he actually wants to do it. Um, I told her I didn't want to do it. And then he basically tries to call me when I'm at work and I don't answer, so he leaves a voicemail um, basically saying that 
if I don't get this tattoo that's like me saying that I'm not part of the family and it's like an act of distancing myself from the family and he'll basically never forgive me. Um, and then I don't call him or anything. I don't talk to him. I just kind of don't do anything. And then a couple of days later, he texts me saying, uh, this tattoo is going to be your Christmas present. And if you don't get it, then you don't get the Christmas present. And I'm not even sure if you're welcome at our place on Christmas oh, morning. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, obviously, I don't know. I guess he thought that uh, threatening to take away a Christmas present would somehow persuade me. But it only obviously has made me more pissed off. And now I just, I almost, I want to get it even less because he's just being... Alondra, this is super, super awkward. Um, so my question is, should I suck it up and just get the dang tattoo and just put it on a part of my body that would never show and get it really small and just kind of, you know, do it to uh, Alondra. Alondra? Yeah. Oh, yeah. this this is so awkward. We are we've actually sent Kat Von D up to Vancouver to tattoo your family. <laughs> um Oh well in that case I'm on board. <laughs> First of all, your your dad sounds hysterical actually <laughs> i bet he is probably a lot of fun to be around and i love that he loves your family and this idea is fucking insane <laughs> no okay, no you. no no you're not gonna it's like it's like what's going on with him is he having some, like uh, massive mortality issues and so he needs to brand all his children <laughs> so he somehow gets like like some, I don't know, fucking pass somewhere to heaven or wherever the fuck he believes. No, no, this is crazy. But I do, I wish I could be there with you guys on Christmas morning. I mean, your other siblings must recognize this, right? Well, here's the thing is, um, two of my sisters are fully on board. They're older, a couple years younger than me. But our youngest sister, she's only 11, so she can't even get it now anyways. She's got to wait till she's 16 to get it. Um, so I wouldn't be the only one not getting it. Um, yeah, no, this, yeah. this is fucking, this is so, I mean, I love it that you called because you clearly know that how fucking crazy that is. Like, is he having a psychotic yeah. break? Like, what is yeah. it? You can't get a D anything tattooed on your body, first yeah. of all. It's, it's like, and also... No one should be able to tell you to have get a tattoo. Exactly. exactly. And just like you talked about, Alondra, the idea of sort of branding and ownership. It's like, no, no, mm -hmm. no, no one... Um, should should own any part of your body without your full, you know, like enthusiasm. Um, so, I, mm -hmm. I, and, and your your dad must know this. Uh, I, I think I would think. Have you have you had always had a good relationship with your dad? Um, it's been good most of my life, but it's been kind of rocky the past couple of years. Why is um, that? That's why we haven't even spoken directly about this. Oh. Um, just tension. Like, we just we just argue a lot and fight a lot. 
So I just try and kind of avoid. Um, what, what do you honestly, guys fight about? Too much time because we just fight so much. What do you What do you guys fight? Sorry? What do, What do you guys normally fight about? Um, he, I don't. It's a whatever it is I'm doing in my life at the time. He seems to not approve of, and I'm not. I I assure you, I'm not like a, a bad. No, uh, no, 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 I think I'm doing okay, but he just, he's just never, what I'm doing is just never enough for him. Um, and he's just really hard on me. So, so here, here's what I, so if you can try your, try your hardest to not take his bait, like, uh, and Mm -hmm. like tattoo shit aside, um, which if you do get a tattoo, Alondra, I might have to fly to Vancouver, meet you at the Sutton Place, meet you in room 5105. <laughs> Kayla will not be happy. <laughs> but um <laughs> but um but I th- try not to take his bait when he cuz he's needy. He's needy and he's it sounds like to me he's needy and he's domineering, which is um uh-huh which is a common characteristic in a, you know, in a man in general, but also a man of that generation. And maybe he's, I, I, I would imagine that your stepmom sort of panders to him or whatever. And they have like, and he needs stuff. He needs validation and uh, whatever the fuck is going on with in his life from you. Um, it, and I, uh, I, I just think that definitely don't get the tattoo. I hope that I emphasize that. But um, mm-hmm. but but also um, maybe, I don't know, like hang out with him for a minute. And when he says those things that make you feel small um, or that are critical, try your best mm-hmm. to, um, to, to say things like, Dad, you know, I'm, I'm happy and, and I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm proud of like the daughter that you raised and, and, and also here's the thing too, sometimes with, with men's egos, especially of that age, sorry, Sim, and any of our male listeners to uh, gender stereotype here, but, 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 um, we were just talking to a previous caller, um, about asking him questions like how like what, what was your favorite job or like like innocuous things that or like what, like what was like what you know when you were 23 like what what were you up to or you know like and, and that that kind of diversion puts people um at ease and he'll realize that his that, you know that you want to know about him and 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 then you can sort of progress from there in the structure of a conversation and uh, you know eventually say like dad you know i love you um sometimes i feel like you're hard on me but i really don't want to talk about that element right now because i want to build our relationship in a different way and i have to tell you sweet sweet father i'm not getting 
that tattoo. Instead, I'm getting a P slash three. I just want a P. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that would go over well. <laughs> yeah, no, don't, don't, don't do that last part. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, do you know what I'm saying? Like, he's clearly needy, and I don't know, Elizabeth. You have like, I just can't believe. I, I, I believe in you know bodily autonomy, first and foremost. And um, I don't, I don't understand him. He sounds like maybe he's had a psychotic break or something. I, I, I don't get it. But I, I just say. Definitely do not do that. And I think it'll pass. I think it'll blow over. I mean, I don't know. So maybe I'm completely out of my talking at my ass right now. But I do think like they're all going to regret getting this tattoo. (laughs) Was there like a home delivery? Is that what you mentioned? That There was like a tattoo artist that was coming to your place. It wasn't Kat Von D, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, it is. It is. Um, and, and I don't know, I, I'm, I'm sorry though, cause well, it, the, I don't mean to be laughing so much, but it is pretty hysterical, but, um, I mean, I don't, but I don't mean to be flippant about it, <laughs> it's really funny. but, um, because the idea is just so it's fucking so ridiculous. ridiculous, it's so ridiculous, but, um, but uh, p- please keep us posted if you don't mind. And I think that um, your dad is, yeah, he's uh, he's uh, going through something and he he prob- probably it's like job related or life related or whatever and he needs you guys and he wants to have some kind of legacy idea, um, which is, um, I guess, involving <laughs> putting ink on his daughters that can never be erased. <laughs> He also said he wanted us to get our children to get them as well. Oh, oh boy. Bonkers. Oh, boy. <laughs> so it, it keeps going. You know what's funny, too, is that it could be something more interesting, at least. <laughs> like D3. <laughs> like, I don't know, like a fucking unicorn married with a, yeah. I don't know, like a, a it could be <laughs> not like... I mean, the idea of numerology, like numerology, I don't know if that's, that's not correct, but the idea of that kind of, it is, it is branding. It's like one thing to get like a firefly yeah. for all of us to bond. It's another thing to get numbers. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, hey, Alondra, thank you so much. Thank you. Please be in touch. Let us know how it all goes down. Please, please, please. Yeah, absolutely. Please. Okay, thank you. Yeah, Bye, Alondra. Thank you. Hey, Elizabeth, thank you so much for being here. Oh, oh here, right here. I have to pee. Oh, you do. Hey, everyone. Sim wants me to read what Elizabeth Reeser is promoting. Elizabeth can be seen. Feels so dirty now. On the haunting of Hill House on Netflix. Which is going to be my Christmas binge because I hear it's amazing. I can't yeah, wait. Christmas binge. Yeah, it's, I don't you love to binge something? Yeah. Yes. Good. Yeah, it's so Especially, fun. I don't know. I'm a big Netflixer because yeah. I don't go anywhere. Yeah, me either. I just talk I try to, not to strangers from my house. This is good. You get them to come to you. The Haunting of Hill House. It sounds really fucking scary. Is it scary? I think it's less scary. That it's, some of it is scary, but it's really a family drama. It's, it's, I don't know. Some people are like, I wasn't as scared. And some people were like, I jumped out of my seat. So I don't know. I, I would be a it. jumper, I think. Yeah, you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to watch you watch it. That's what I'd like to do. <laughs> 
I love it that you <laughs> to watch my face. Your I think face it's just yours. amazing. Whatever you do, it's so nuts. Like you're, I mean, you're so beautiful. So it's like weird that oh, you're also this, this really like so making these nutty faces. But anyway, oh, I told you, like I can't. I have a mirror face, so that's the only face I know. Yeah. And then you walk out into the world and yeah. And then people are like, why are you doing crazy? Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Well, this why is why did you're I bring you, this though. all back to me. I did. I did it. Elizabeth, I love you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Elizabeth. Me. This is a lot it's of so fun. fun.